Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We bless your name. Sister Tammy, if you can unmute your phone, and Reverend Johnson, if you can mute yours. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, O God. God. We bless your holy and righteous name. Bless your name. None like you in all the earth. None like Mm. you in all the earth. Tammy, to unmute, you're going to star six. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, bless that wonderful. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay, all right then. Bless <laughs> What are you saying? I'm Hello? Hello, can we me? can hear you. Okay. Everybody else is on mute, but we can hear you. Okay. I and they can hear you too. Well, bless the Lord. <laughs> Y'all praise God this morning. We got this thing. Hallelujah. Give them praise. We bless Glory the God. wonderful name of Jesus. The bless the wonderful name. So let's go on three, two, one. We got to bless that wonderful name of Jesus. You got to bless that wonderful name of Jesus. You got to bless that wonderful name of Jesus. There is no other name There is Power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is no other name I know. You got to bless that wonderful name of Jesus, come on and bless that wonderful name of Jesus. Bless that wonderful name of Jesus. There is the other name I know. There is healing in the name of Jesus. There is Healing in the name of Jesus. There is healing in the name of Jesus. There is no other name I know. There is power in the name of Jesus. So much power in the name of Jesus, there is power in the name of 
That's what we got to do, saints, in the midst of everything that's going on. We've got to continue to give God praise. Once again, I thank and praise God for Reverend Johnson and um, conducting corporate prayer and praying such a mighty prayer. Thank you, Lord. We thank and praise God for the word of encouragement that we have to watch the thoughts that we are thinking and not be consumed to what's going on, but that we may partake in the word of the Lord and feed our flesh, our spirit, our minds daily on the word, knowing that his word is true and that he will never pass, his word will never pass away. It's going to last forever and ever and ever and ever. We thank and praise God for Sister Tammy joining in, as always, on third Sunday, doing um, praise and worship, not thinking it robbery, to log on to the telephone call and to worship worship with us and usher us deeper into the presence of the Lord. Now, at this time, we're just going to take a moment and we're going to open up the lines. Somebody may have a testimony. I got one. Somebody may have something that's on their heart. It may be, um, <clears throat> it may even be a moment of truth where you say, you know what, <clears throat> I know the Lord and I'm reading his word, but I just got this spirit of fear that has come over me, and we want to mm-hmm. encourage you. And um, we want to hear your heart and your thoughts so that we can get it out in the open and we can cancel out those thoughts and um, replace them with the word of the Lord and to give you a word of encouragement and a word of hope. Amen? Yeah. Amen. Amen. So I'm I'm muting all the lines at this time. No, Pastor says, if you have something to say, just star six when the other person finishes, and then you can speak. And we'll do this for um, a couple of minutes as I see you've got something to say. Praise God, family. This is Deaconess Johnson. I need you all's prayer because the enemy is trying to play with my mind, with the negative thoughts. When your body is going through something, then all of a sudden you just started thinking all kinds of things. And I've been praying and interceding and calling on the name of Jesus, knowing that he is real, knowing that he is Emmanuel, that he's with me, knowing that he is Jehovah Rapha, my healer. I'm calling on it. He's calling on his name. Knowing that he is with me in spite of what I'm feeling in my body right now, I trust God. And I just need you all's prayers that 
God will cover my mind. Yes, because Lord. so much I allowed, yes, so much of negative reading and listening and yes, looking Lord. at, and now it just consumed me in a negative way. And I'm just asking that God will just cleanse me yes, through Lord. and through, that I will focus on him yes, and look to the hills yes, from which comes yes, my Lord. help yes, and know that all my help comes from the Lord. Lord. So just, pray for me. just pray for me. Yes, amen. Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for opening up and sharing, Deacon Angela. We had you on the prayer request list for when Pastor closes out, so we will definitely keep all of that lifted up in prayer. And thank you for stepping forward and um, acknowledging where you are, because a lot of yes. us get there. I know for me it happened when I realized um, something set on me when I realized all of the deaths that were happening in New York and that there were so many, they were placing their bodies in a refrigerated truck. And then my mind just started going, my God, these people have died one alone. And then their family members couldn't even be there with them or they can't see them and they haven't been able to claim the body. And if they were able to, where were they going to put the body? So it's just so much. Then there's so many people that are not working. This is not, this is not a race thing. This is truly everybody in the entire world, nation to nation, is affected by what's going on with this, the loss of jobs, loss of income. When you look on the TV, I understand where you are. When you look on the TV and you see that there are miles and miles of cars lined up to get food, and not yep. just over the state, right here in Maryland, I saw it yep. where a grocery yep. store was giving yep. out money and they giving out food, and they didn't expect yep. so many people to show up, and the lines were so long, and social distancing yep. wasn't oh. being, couldn't be um, um, adhered to, so they had to start giving certificates and send people away. Saints, we've got to pray. That's we've right. got to pray. That's right. Is there anybody else? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. If you have something to say, please star six your star six your um, phone to unmute to talk about where you are or to even give a yes. word of encouragement. Yes, Lord. This is your yes. time. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Just a couple of more seconds. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Mommy. Hello. Good morning. We can hear you. Who's speaking, please? All right. This is uh, Brother Spencer, Sister Norma. Good morning, Brother Spencer and Sister Norma. Everyone else is muted, but we can hear you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, my 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 compassion is is for uh is for everyone that's um that's really struggling and the people that have lost their lives, their loved ones because. Because I, I don't have anything to complain about. Even though I'm out here on the front line, I'm in harm's way. My wife is at home, and, uh, you know, she worries about me. But God has been protecting me. I've made it this far without getting sick, uh, without having any complications, mm-hmm. continue to to provide security in the, in the neighborhood where I'm working at, and God is still protecting me, providing for us. We we don't we don't want or or or, or need anything. Um, so so my, my 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 prayers and and my concerns are for um, other folks that are really having a hard time. And 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 if anything 
that uh, that you know that we can do to help anyone that needs help. Um, we, we we don't mind. Um, uh, Sister Cynthia, her daughter, she became sick, and and I have a humidifier. I gave her my humidifier because I had sometimes problems breathing at night. But I know that her daughter needed it more than I did, so I gave her my humidifier so that she could uh, her breathing would be better, and it is. Um, so you know that's what that's where I'm at. Um, uh, uh, my compassion, and, and and I do get emotional, and I break down about the people that are that are really effective and dying and be, becoming sick. But then at the same time, then the ones that they that shared that they overcame the illness, they survived it. So 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 then we can have hope. And I know that 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 what God is telling us is that at this time He's revealing ourselves to ourselves. Yep. See, now people have to sit back and they got to deal with themselves in this uh, uh, being um, uh, isolation and quarantine. So so God is revealing ourselves to ourselves. He wants to really know where you are at. Do you really trust me? Do you believe in me? Are you seeking uh, me? And one more thing that I want to add. Did you find it that he's reading Bible that you gave to yes, me? One, one other thing I want to add is you know, when I really needed this years, years, years ago, when I was in treatment, I used to read the Daily Bread every day. I used to read it every day. And then after, you know, my pain was lifted, I stopped. So then I thought about it. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go to the park, but I thought about it. I said, I give away the Daily Bread, now, and I don't even read it. So guess what? Ever since March the 1st, and all of March and all of April, I read the Daily Bread every story every day. And that was my commitment that I was going to do to rededicate to start to doing that again, is reading the, the Daily Bread every day. And it's been, it's a, oh, my goodness, it's just been awesome to me. Um, of course, I read my scriptures that I get every day. I'm still praying. We're still worshiping. Me and my wife, we had a wonderful uh, praise and worship practice session last night, and I was in bed by, by about 6 o'clock. I woke up, and, and, and I thought it was Sunday morning. I said, I got to get ready for church. He said, baby, it's still Saturday night. I said, what? I got back in bed. <laughs> so I just feel great. I feel wonderful. The Bible that I wanted to get, and you wind up finding it in the trash. Tell them that. Oh, yeah, uh, over in the complex somebody threw away I, I guess they gave up they threw away a wonderful bible and a whole section of the new testament cds so um i, I gathered them and i had them the whole new testament of cds and a, and, a, and a big bible they just they just threw it away so um you know it's a whole lot of folks that they are I call themselves angry and mad at God because of what's going on. But in God's due time, I know and we know that that he will put an end. He can put an end to the coronavirus just like that. All he has to do is speak it. So, yes, but sir. Time, yes, sir. Uh, at the same time, what our job is, what our mission is, to, well, by any means necessary, that for the folks that used to complain about, well, the, the church is, uh, uh, you don't have to go to church to worship and praise God. Well, guess what? Now we got to stay home. So there's no excuse because you can listen to, to, the, to the Bible study on the phone. You can praise and worship and listen to the church service on the phone on Sunday and all of those things. So my question is, uh, I know some folks, a lot of folks are doing it, 
And then I want to share this. I read in China. In China, where the, where the Christians over there, they, they are being jailed and, and persecuted for having church service online and on the phone. They are being jailed. The pastors and, the, and, the, and, the, and then the electricity is being cut off, all of this stuff. But they refuse to give in. They refuse to stop. They're going to, they continue. And that's what they're going to do. They're going to praise God no matter what the, the, the uh, communist government say. So all I'm saying is for all those who are struggling, look, you got to dig down. you got to dig deep. Now is not the time to get weak. Now is the time to fight. This is the time to see what you made of. you got to be a soldier. It's got to be a soldier. That's what it's all about. we got a man up. we got a woman up. And we got to be soldiers. we got to let them know that we are not defeated no matter what's going on. Yes, we got soldiers on the battlefield. They get taken out. We got soldiers going down all around us. But guess what? We got to keep coming. We got to keep coming. Amen. And that's, that's amen, amen, amen. Thank you, thank you. Amen, amen. Oh, God bless you, God bless you. Um, Director Spencer and Sister Norma, thank you for that testimony and words of encouragement. Truly, we do have to put on the whole armor of God. And when we talk about putting on the armor of God, it leads us back to being soldiers, in the army of the Lord, we are soldiers for Christ. We are dressed for battle. We have time for just one more. If there's one more that would like to share, um, we can do that at this time. And if not, we're going to move right on to the um, next part of the service. If you have something to say, to share, words of encouragement, if you just want to state where you are and we can lift you up in prayer, you can do so by star six, which will unmute your line. Okay. All right. We'll, we see that there are no others at this time, so we're going to move right on into the service. After that testimony, just going to give you a brief selection, just a portion here of a song of encouragement. Okay. 
That's what we got to do. We got to give him the praise and the glory. We got to praise him in the midst. Even when we don't see the end, we got to trust and believe that he is Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. And in the midst of the beginning, as we move towards the end, we choose to praise him in the midst of everything that's going on. Thank you, Jesus. Before we move on, we're now going to hear some words from our pastor, Pastor Tracy R. Shepherson. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is a blessing to see all of you on this line. It is, uh, it's a funny thing because once you get to a certain number on the major screen, on the right-hand side of the screen, that's where they really put all the people at, and it is a blessing. It is a blessing. Now, today, I'm, I'm excited about sharing, and you know what? There may just be an opportunity a little after the service is over, just for a few moments. I know some folks already got something planned. You've got to go into the kitchen, or you might have to go into the bedroom because you ain't supposed to be really going nowhere else. You may have somewhere else to go. But guess what? I've got a word to share. My testimony today was the Lord blessed me to watch Noah on the movie, the big screen, yesterday. And it was amazing. And, 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 and I want to encourage everybody on the line. I want to encourage you, like uh, Director Spencer was saying and, and Deacon Angela, when you combine those two – when you can 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 hear you pastor anybody else Yeah, yeah, he just went out. Knows it. I hope the co
Are we still on or has everybody been disconnected? No. Hello, good morning. Can you hear me? Okay, okay, okay. I see what the problem is. The problem is me. Okay, can now text me now. Are we are we still on? Can you guys hear me? Somebody text me. All right, that was my fault. That wasn't the phone's fault. That wasn't the, the system's fault. That was my fault. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And again, see, I thank and praise God because everybody just sat still and waited. Instead of me taking the phone off of speaker, which is this button down here, me and my zeal and my excitement, I put my phone on mute. Help me, Jesus. So now I got to say, y'all got to give me that three minutes back because all that I said for those three minutes, I got to reiterate because I was on mute. Now, I thank God for the testimony of Deacon Spencer, uh, Deacon Spencer, Director Spencer, and Deacon Angela because when you pair those two together, Deacon Angela said what's on many of our minds. It's the exact same thing all of us. I don't care who you are. The majority of us, unless you are super Christian, and most of us are not, including myself, we go through periods. Some of us, it's longer than others, but we go through periods where we start taking in so much of the bad news. We take in so much YouTube videos. We take in so many comments from, from the uh, peanut gallery, from friends and family and relatives and, and coworkers and neighbors. We're taking in so much. The next thing you know, we get overwhelmed. The, the, the medicine that you've got to take during that time is that we've got to get back to the word of God. You've got to get back to seeing that this kind of thing has happened throughout the ages from Genesis to Revelation. This thing has happened, and every time, good God Almighty, we come out on top if you refocus yourself on the goodness of the Lord, if you refocus yourself on the word of God. Co-pastor said it earlier, heaven and earth is going to pass away, but the word of God, you better understand the word of God is a thing that's going to stand. So when I watched on yesterday, I watched the movie Noah. And and I've been taking in some of the movies. We got On Demand, and we've got thousands of movies available to us. And and again, I told you all before, I see God in everything I look at. I don't care if it's Terminator. I don't care if it's uh, Collateral, what was it, uh, uh, the Cartels. Um, if it's a biblical, I see God in everything. I see uh, a commitment. It, whatever I watch, it's always, wow, do that for God. I may watch boxing. This guy trained Floyd Mayweather. I may be watching old boxing matches of Floyd Mayweather. I'm watching the, the commitment to his craft and, and how he skillfully uh, executes what he's learned. Listen, that's what we've got to do right now. While we are separated, while the enemy tries to divide and conquer to get you in a room all by yourself and to keep flooding you, I've said it over and over again. I don't mind saying it again. The tactic of the enemy is to flood you with thought. That's his weapon. It says, it says the shield of faith 
is able to quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. What are the fiery darts? They are thoughts. And when you start getting flooded, you're going to have to what? Pull up the shield of faith. How do you do that? By pulling up the shield of faith, you re-emphasize, you, you re-energize yourself, you, you, you build up your spirit man. Let me tell you something. The only way you're going to build up your spirit man is in prayer, praise, and perusing of God's word. Let me say it again. Prayer, praise, that's praise and worship, and the perusing of God's word. To get into God's word and to saturate yourself with it. And to know, this is what God said, the, the, the message that we have and the message that's got to be embedded in us is that the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, good God Almighty, for the kingdom of God is at hand. So I'm thanking and praising God for Sister Tammy Padilla when she sang those songs, and, and it was, bless that wonderful name of Jesus. Hold to his unchanging hand. Praise him. <laughs> Hallelujah. Y'all, I Folks, uh, again, that wasn't my Amen. That wasn't my fault this time. I was kicked out of the system again. Just like on Wednesday night, all of a sudden I hear the dial tone. Why? Because the word, this is me. This is just me. The word that's going forth is helping people. So the request goes forward. Can I disconnect? God said, go ahead, disconnect. They ain't going nowhere. They're going to sit right there and wait until it gets reconnected. So most of the folks, matter of fact, I think I lost one. Most of the folks stayed right there, and they just came back on too, so they may have gotten disconnected. Listen, you got to understand there is power. That's the, I'm, I'm going to leave it with that because I only have a few moments. I'm going to leave it with that. Reiterate yourself re-emphasize, if the word is not hitting me, you've got to recommit yourself to your word. You've got to recommit yourself to your praise and worship. You've got to set aside some time where you just, listen, you got hours and hours sometimes. One time, okay, let me show you my testimony. I found myself, we've got a walk-in closet. I found myself closed the door in the closet with my music on and just worshiping and just stay there. Understand this. This is what I got from the, the, the uh, movie Noah because you know it was theatrical. You know they put a whole lot in and took a whole lot out when it came to the movie. What, what, I, what I really got out of it 
is the, 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 the mindset of God because the world had gotten so corrupt. I'm getting ready to shake this Etch-A-Sketch, get rid of all of this, and start all over again because this world has gotten so corrupt. Run through the Bible, you'll see it over and over and over again. When things really get bad, God does something very significant. Believers, stay the course. Thank you, Director Spencer. Be soldiers, stay the course. When we get hit, and like we do, it, it may happen right after this call. It may happen on Tuesday. It may happen early Wednesday. It may happen late on Friday. When you get hit, like we, like we do often, we've got to learn to fight back. Sometimes the enemy knocks us down, and we put, good God Almighty, we put down our weapons, the word of God, we put down our weapons, praise and worship. Somebody said it today. I think it was co-pastor. Uh, they mentioned about the word about testimony. We overcome. No, no, no. I think it was uh, um, Pastor Johnson. We, it's the blood of the lamb and the word about testimony to start testifying. Sometimes the enemy ends up muffling our testimony. You know what you know. You know how good God is. So go back to testify. We overcome by the word of our testimony. You would be amazed that when you say, you know something, I don't understand this, and it looks real scary right now, but I know God. No, it's, I don't think it's anything wrong with it. If it is, somebody let me know. If it is, we've got to learn to go back to calling on the name of the Lord. Thank you, uh, Overseer Warren, for hitting me. I don't know. I don't have it with me right now. I looked it up. And maybe you can unmute and give us that name because, again, know your God. What name is that? It's the holy name of God. He's holy. Know the God that you serve. Know that it was God. In every, I'm talking, crazy situation that the world has gotten into, guess what? Co-pastor coming back. She's looking at me. My time must be up. Hallelujah. Know that God will see you through. I push mute. I push this one up here. Jesus. All right, you're back on screen. Praise the Lord. Praise Hallelujah. the Lord. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Thank you. This is uh, Overseer, and the uh, pastor was talking about the word holy. And I, yes, I, ma'am. I, I, I looked in my name, and I called him back, and I told him, it's Kedosh Israel. It's the Holy One of Israel. So there is a name of God that is holy, and that's Kedosh. Kedosh Israel. Yes. Please spell it. Q-E-D-O-S-H. Y-I-S-R-A-E-L. Kedosh Yisrael. Yisrael. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Reverend Warren. We appreciate that. Appreciate that. Students of the word. We got to be diggers of the word. Thank you so much. By way of announcements, 
Um, I just want to let the women know I am going to be reaching out to you all to see what types of um, social media you have downloaded on your lines or what types of conferencing you have downloaded. Um, or you can just shoot me a text if you already know. I'm looking for we're, I'm looking at Zoom. I'm looking at um, Google Hangout. Um, also, my conference time, there's a way that we can use the conference line to do videos as well so that we can do weekly check-ins of encouragement and sharing of the word and perhaps have some guest speakers come on and encourage us and minister to our souls, and I would like to get that kicked off next week. So you will be hearing from me concerning that. At this time, it is want to do a um, reminder that um, we are still accepting your offering and your tithes. You can do so by mailing, or you can do so through Givelify. We ask that you give through Givelify, and that is MEMBC 329, Mount Enon Missionary Baptist Church 329. 34th Street. Make sure you have the correct address. Also, um, you can mail it. Pastor is going to the church and collecting um, envelopes that have been mailed in. We thank and praise God that um, he's still providing. He's still making a way. And that those checks can be mailed into Mount Enon Missionary Baptist Church, 329 34th Street, Southeast. Washington, D.C., zip code is 219. Again, if you're writing, it's Mount Enon Missionary Baptist Church, or you can just put M-E-M-B-C. The address is 329 34th Street, Southeast, Washington, D.C. And let me see. Deacon Angela also um, said, Holy God is also Elohim, Ketoshim, Ketoshim, and that is K-E-D-O-S-H-I-M, also means Holy God, Elohim, Ketoshim, Ketoshim, K-E-D-O. S-H-I-M. It also means holy God. Thank you, Deacon Angela. Thank you, thank you. At this time, we are going to turn the service back over into the hands of Sister Tammy Padilla as she ushers us through a period of praise and worship. And then the next speaking voice you will hear will be that none other than Reverend Warren, um, Reverend Alice Faye Warren, who um, has been assigned overseer of prayer at Mount Eden Missionary Baptist Church, we ask that you get out your notepad and your paper and your pen and your Bible and be ready to follow along as she takes us through her message that the Lord has given her to speak to us on today. So, Sister Tammy, it is in your hands. We thank everyone that participated in the service. The next speaking voice after Reverend Warren will be that of our pastor, and he will open up the doors of the church, pray, and give benediction and any additional instructions that we may need. God bless you all.
Also, I'm sorry, one more thing. Director Spencer did touch on that he said that um, his sister-in-law's daughter was in need of a humidifier. We need to check on each other during the week and make sure that everyone is okay and everyone has what they need and see if they need anything. And if you don't have it, connect with somebody else to see if we can get it to them because that's what the church is about. The church is a ministry on the outside and providing and seeking to the needs of others. They may just need prayer. They may be in the house by themselves and just need somebody to talk to, and we can just call and check in with them and see how they're doing. Great opportunity to show Christ living on the inside by us going on the outside and doing for others. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Sister Tammy and then Reverend Warren. Pastor, okay. Star six and to unmute, Sister Tammy, and you can take over when you're ready. Pastor, did you have something? Yes, to say? and wow. just by way of introduction, while Sister Tammy is coming on, the other night I was uh, awakened. Uh, it was probably about twelve, twelve ten, uh, midnight, and um, you know when the Lord wakes me up, sometimes He'll lay something on my heart, and there's a midnight prayer call, and I got on that prayer call, and when I got on that prayer call the person that was praying was Overseer Warren. And I meant she was praying on that call. Now, it's amazing because this is the thing that keeps you strong, by you constantly running after the thing of God. Say, well, why would she be Overseer of prayer? Because, again, when you see that's in a person, so whether, whether it's on the phone or whether it's in person, and she will pray. Matter of fact, honestly, once she finished praying, everybody else reiterated many of the things that she said in her prayer. So I thank God for her spirit, and please be very mindful as you listen to this word that she brings forth today. Praise the Lord, everyone. That is good. Amen, amen. We can hear you. Amen. Uh, the word of God says that um, he does hear us and that um, he says thirsty, we're supposed to come to him. And we often hear people say, come just as you are, just, just come. So I'm going to sing a little bit of uh, just as I am. Yes, I am without one feet, but that that And that thou me come 
Thank you, Jesus. To God be the glory, just as I am. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Reverend Warren, if you could star six. I don't know. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Hallelujah. Our Father in heaven, hallowed would be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. In earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debt as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. It's an honor and a privilege to be able to speak to you this morning. Resurrection. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sunday, April 12, 2020, was Easter, also called Pascha, or Resurrection Sunday commonly considered as a festival or a holiday commemorating the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, described in the New Testament as having occurred on the third day after burial following his crucifixion by the Romans at Calvary in 30 A.D. It's a celebration. Church services, festive family meals, the Seder meals, Easter egg decorations, Easter egg hunt, and gift giving. There are observations, all-night prayer vigils, sunrise services, and the significance is it commemorates the resurrection of Christ Jesus. This is what mankind or man's history has said about the resurrection, just looking from the natural, the world view, and this year 
a whole different twist on how we exercise our ability to participate in this historic event, making history ourselves as we participated from a whole different perspective, still connecting but practicing social distancing. But the story remains the same. He got up, and today I want to expand our reality of what the resurrection means as it has nothing to do with tradition or calendar dates. Today I just want us to see the resurrection in its purest form, and that is proof of Christ's victory over sin and our hope of salvation. Too long we have viewed the resurrection as a one-day, every-year occurrence instead of an event that is happening every day. The resurrection, however, is not a doctrine to be pondered or discussed ad nauseum, but an invitation to experience the living Christ in our daily lives. We must appropriate all that God has provided for us through the resurrection. We must be spiritual thinkers, having the mind of Christ and recognizing the true value of the resurrection for our lives. We must gain more than just knowledge of the resurrection, but to make application and experience the true essence of the resurrection on a daily basis celebrating and acknowledging the risen Christ. Philippians 3.10 tells us that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. There is a resurrection for us as believers. All the dead will one day appear before God for judgment in Revelation 20. But this recall is not what I'm meaning when I speak about resurrection in the sense of knowing him in the power of what the resurrection means to you and to me. Resurrection is transformation to a new state of being. Resurrection is reserved for us as believers. To accept or reject God is your choice, but you will be held accountable for your actions. We are absolutely free to determine the, the direction of our lives but we are not free to determine the consequences of the choices that we make. We each have a soul. We each have a spirit that can perceive God. But don't stop with our five senses. Move to the sixth sense. We see, we hear, we smell, we touch, and we taste so that we can experience the physical world around us. But there is a greater challenge of allowing the Spirit of God 
to engage us in areas pertaining to spiritual experiences. It isn't just that we know deep down there must be a God, but that God himself is causing us to sense his presence deep within. He responds to our sincere seeking and our longing to know him as our creator. Jesus said that he would send the Holy Spirit to testify to our spirits that we might know him. When the helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. John 15 and 26. Understand the resurrection and the Christian life. The New Testament presents an exciting prospect that is linked to resurrection and also available to us today. Paul writes that if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal body through his spirit who lives in you, Romans 8 and 11. Paul's point is that the Holy Spirit, whose power affected Jesus' resurrection, lives in us as believers today. Although our bodies are dead in our mortality and are corrupted by sin, the Holy Spirit who raised Jesus can infuse life into us today. By the Spirit's power, we can be lifted beyond the limitations imposed by our mortality and live righteous lives that honor the Lord. We as believers can and must yearn with Paul to know God, to know Christ, and the power that's inherent in his resurrection. This yearning can be satisfied as the power of Jesus' resurrection works within our personalities to make us more and more like him. 2 Corinthians 5 and 21. He made him who knew him knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. The resurrection of Jesus was necessary because of the simple fact that he died. So to fully understand the meaning of the resurrection, we must first seek to understand why did Christ die? And what does this have to do with me and you? To understand resurrection power, we must understand resurrection power follows death. It's built on the sacrifice Jesus made on the cross. And although it happened 2,000 years ago, it has everything to do with our lives today. But first, let's agree that God knows more than we do. Second, whatever he does is always right. And third, God knows something about our lives that we desperately need to know. We must know that God is trustworthy and that he's the only one who knows the truth about the death and resurrection of Christ. 
The reason Christ had to die was that sin is real and present in this world, and the wages of sin is death, Romans 6 and 23. And someone had to pay the price. It's not hard to convince people that they're sinners, but we all know our mistakes, our poor choices, our ungodly thoughts, and our selfish desires. What we don't seem to grasp is how truly offensive that sin is to God or how to be free from that sin in order to live lives pleasing to God. The reality of sin in this world is why Jesus came here. His death and resurrection are for the purpose of resolving the problem of sin and providing us, you and me, the opportunity to enter into a relationship with God. Christ died for the ungodly, Romans 5 and 6. That is the heart of the gospel and applies to every human being. And we can't grow in appreciating the resurrection without a deeper grasp of what it means that Christ died for the ungodly. Although the death and resurrection of Christ represents the turning point of all human history, the epicenter from which the power of God is released to mankind, Satan is good at keeping us from understanding these things. He misdirects us with partial truths that keeps us from experiencing the gospel's full impact here and now. That's why studying the word is not only important, but it is necessary. Hallelujah. It is necessary. Praise the Lord. Our own hope of resurrection is not just a future event that occurs when we physically die or are transported into heaven. Its impact is meant for us today. When the Bible speaks of resurrection, especially as it applies to our own lives, it's always in reference to the power to overcome the sin that's within and around us. Before, because you do not realize, <laughs> because you do realize in heaven there is no sin. So our foremost benefit of resurrection power is not for when we get to heaven, but to help us right here, now in the middle of all that's occurring, and especially this coronavirus pandemic. COVID, E-O-B-I-D, and I have an acronym for that, Christ over viruses, infections, and disease. Because Christ is over this. Resurrection power is to free us from sin today and forevermore. If you are a Christian, hear me. Satan has absolutely no power over you. But he is a liar. 
and he is the deceiver. He holds the lethal weapon of deception. But we know that no weapon formed against us will prosper. Oh, yeah, he has lots of bells and whistles to distract you from seeing what will damn you and what will free you. But when it comes to the cross and the resurrection of Christ, Satan will try to keep your focus on a body that was beaten, on a body that was split, pierced, and crucified. He wants us to stay focused on the body of what was happening to Jesus. He don't mind you thinking about the agony of the intense pain. The public humiliation and the innocent blood that Christ shed. He isn't bothered if you see the truth of the crucifixion, because that was real. But as long as you don't notice the truth behind Christ's death. The resurrection in the life of the Lord Jesus is the reality that there is sin and the reality that he died. And the reality of our salvation is the reality that he rose. And the reality of eternity is the reality that he is alive. The resurrection in our experience as believers. We all should have this resurrection power that's working in us in our experiences as believers because there is a resurrection life. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being conformed to his death is by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. There is resurrection and the uncommon life, or maybe I should say it the other way. Our uncommon life is filled with resurrection. Matthew 14, 28. Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, come. If you want to live in such a way as to experience the resurrection, you'll find yourself in the middle of the impossible situation. Now, for Peter, that was an impossible situation. Humans normally do not walk on water. The resurrection itself is impossible. It's in the realm of the divine and beyond anything you can do in your own strength. It is God-sized in nature as you experience it. Don't be surprised if God takes you into things that are impossible for the average human being. Just think about it for a minute. Some of the situations that we all have experienced, or at least if we admit it, there are things that have happened that we know that that was beyond 
our natural abilities. There have been things that we've seen that are beyond our natural fight. And we know that only God, only God could have made it happen. Resurrection life brings uncommon experiences and takes you where you never would have gone otherwise. And it challenges your faith to its furthest limits. There is a resurrection peace. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into his grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God, Romans 5, 1 and 2. Anyone who truly understands the meaning of the cross and the resurrection will understand what it means to be at peace with God. Mm. Resurrection joy. These are all benefits that we get from the resurrection. So they went out quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to bring his disciples the word. Matthew 28. The Lord wants the resurrection to produce great joy in our lives. In John 17, 13, Jesus prayed, I come to you and these things I speak in the world that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. Jesus also knew that there would be many difficult days ahead for the disciples. And since we're disciples, we have to realize that we're tapping into all of this. The disciples would watch to see how they would respond. Excuse me. The world would watch to see how they respond to these difficulties. And the world is watching us as men and women of God. They might not be saying anything, not openly, but the world is watching to see how the Christian communities or the evangelicals or whatever they are calling themselves that stand up and say that they love the Lord, is that they're living lives that uh, uh, reflect who God is. They're watching. People are watching to see how we are handling this situation. The disciples would prove that a relationship with God brings joy and everything else pales in comparison to a relationship with the risen Christ. Cast insults at me, revile me, but God is near. Throw me in prison, but God is near. Mm. Remove me from my job, make me stay at home. (laughs) Stone me and beat me, but the nearness of God is my good. They would not exchange salvation for anything on earth, and I'm hoping and praying that those 
that call themselves by the name of Jesus, that they'll let nothing deter them. They'll let nothing turn them around. They won't exchange their salvation for anything. A relationship with Christ brings joy, and nothing on earth can take that away. That's why Jesus was concerned about joy in the disciples' lives, and he's concerned about the joy in our lives. And that joy was exactly what he resurrected, what the resurrection produced in our lives and in their lives. And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. And I'm hoping on today that our lives are filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. James 1 and 2 says, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Because we don't have trials. You have to count it all joy. Philippians 4 and 4, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. The resurrection life is one characterized by joy. It can be no other way. The resurrection power that we have in our life. And with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all, Acts 4 and 33. Power is something all nations of the world seek. Is something people have fought over since the beginning of time. Meanwhile, nations rise and fall. People come and go. Then there is God, the one who has power over all things. Dead fast, and he's unmovable. How awesome are your works, the psalmist declared to him. Through the greatness of your power, your enemies shall submit themselves to you. Psalms 26 and 3. There's no one who can stand against Almighty God. No principality of power that can even be compared to his supremacy. God has spoken once, twice. I have heard this, that power, all power, belongs to God. Psalm 62:11. The resurrection is the best and clearest demonstration of an astounding power that comes from God's presence. This is the power that gave new life to Jesus once he had publicly been crucified and physical life taken from him. Life is the essential nature of the resurrection power. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us, Ephesians 3 and 20. The power that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power we should experience as believers. There's a resurrection authority. Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, 
baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Matthew 28, 18 and 20. The mystery of God is this, Christ in you, the hope of glory, Colossians 1 and 27. And now that Christ lives in us, he's our identity. We're in the process of being conformed to his image and being transformed by the renewing of our minds. We're ambassadors of Christ, and as such, we carry his authority, and with his authority comes power to give us life. Remember, all authority has been given to Jesus, and in some way, he has transferred that authority to us as believers. He has given to us the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else we need will be added to us. We have to have resurrection confidence. What then shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Romans 8 and 31. If God is for us, then why is there any reason to fear? We don't need to worry about what the future holds, for the hand of God is leading us into the future. Isaiah 41.10, fear not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope, resurrection hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. First Thessalonians 4, 13 and 14. Biblical hope is not like the world's hope. To the world, hope is wishful thinking. But when our hope is in God, we have confidence, expectation that he'll do everything he has promised. Open God has no doubt. It is not questioned. For believers in Christ, hope is reality waiting to be experienced. The hope is in Christ, not in us. And because of the resurrection, we will never be the same again. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. 
Romans 6 and 5. But an encouraging word, resurrection is. It's a word of hope, full of hope, a word that inspires and brings courage to those who know Jesus Christ. He's the risen Lord in whom all authority has been given in heaven and on earth. And those who are in Christ are in a good place. As you have been enlightened, I hope, about the nature of the resurrection, I pray that you're challenged to live according to the new life. Receive the moment you put your faith in Christ. That relationship is the most important part of your life. If Jesus had not been raised from the dead, this relationship would not be possible. But because he has been raised, this resurrection relationship is the heart and soul of who we are. If you don't have him, you don't have anything. If you live in the power of the resurrection, that is clear evidence that you have been with Jesus and you will never be the same to know him and the power of his resurrection. Amen. 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 Reverend Warren, thank you. Thank you so much for that word. I have all of my notes on the benefits of the resurrection. The benefits of the resurrection. Amen. 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 If there's somebody on the call, I always, we still want to give that invitation. If you're on the line and you have not accepted Christ as your Savior, you have that opportunity. You can always call us. You can unmute your line, star six. Un- unmute your line and, and let us know. You know something? To think about resurrection, to think about what Christ did, and to know that I'm not in Christ, I want to get saved. If that's you, you can unmute your line and say, Pastor, I would like to accept Christ in my life. I would like to accept Christ in my life. Amen, amen. You still have time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Again, it is so very powerful that we know that Christ got up from the grave. That is resurrection. He got up, uh, the dead rose again, and it's so powerful that we hear that right now because in this day and time when it looks like things are so out of control, we have to know if he got up, we will get up. If I die, if we've been singing it all this time, if I die, let me die in the army of, of the Lord. If I die, let me die in the army of the Lord. Why? Because I will rise again. I will rise again. And understand, the same thing that we go through when it comes to death knocking on our door, Christ went through it in the Garden of Gethsemane and said, Father, is there another way that this cup could pass from me? Okay, not my will, but thy will be done. If I got to go through it, I got to go through it. We've got to get our minds set. Uh, um, um, Again, it was said on this call today, there are many countries where folks are being persecuted for being believers. 
And in this day and age, again, the believer is the one that is persecuted. Let's close in prayer. Thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, co-pastor being our worship leader. Thank you, Sister Tammy, for worshiping and praising and taking us into praise and worship. Thank you for those testimonies, Deacon Angela and Director Spencer, for encouraging us and giving us a dose of reality. This is where we are. And then thank you, Reverend Warren, for bringing that word. I know somebody may say, well, this wasn't Resurrection Sunday. Let me tell you something. It was a word right on time. It's what we have to know because when fear, watch this, when fear really hits us, primarily at the root of it, it's either suffering of some sort, physical pain, or death. What I'm going to go through, some type of physical pain, I'm not going to have food, I'm, not, I'm thinking about what it's going to be to be hungry, what it's going to be to be without a job, those kind of physical pains or death. When the physical pain goes to its ultimate, when it reaches its furthest, when it hits its maximum, it's death. What we've got to know is that absent from the body, present with the Lord, thank you, God, you got this all under control. Come on, folks, let's pray. Praying, uh, I'm saying Deacon Angela, but I'm saying for all of us who are going through these ups and downs when it comes to this, this attack on our minds, when it comes to this attack on our spirits, to have us in this, this uh, uh, confused uh, mindset, having us in a, in a way at times, I'm not saying we live in there, that every day we're right there, but at times we go through these, these battles. God has given us victory. In this world, you're going to have trouble. But be of good cheer. Uh, Reverend Warren talked about it. Keeping out joy, having joy, counting it all joy. Because we got to know, we've got to reiterate to ourselves, God's got this. God's got me. God's got me to study to show ourselves approved. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, we praise you, and we bless your name. We honor you for being such an awesome God in our lives. God, we lift you up and magnify you right now. Father, we confess that we have not done everything that we should. We're not proud of it, that we walk in disobedience at times. We walk in denying you of, of the attention that we're supposed to give you. Sometimes we're not in your word the way we're supposed to. Sometimes we're not spending time in prayer the way we're supposed to. Sometimes we're not sitting and meditating on the goodness of the Lord the way we are to. And we pray, pray Father, that you receive our prayer of, Father, forgive us, wash us, and cleanse us. You said on the cross, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Father, forgive us, and we know what we do. We know the ignorance that we walk in sometimes, knowing that you have given us the knowledge, knowing that you have given us the wisdom. So we ask from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet, to the depths of our soul, wash us, O oh God. Cleanse us of everything that is unlike you. Every uh, uh, word of disobedience, every act of disobedience, sin has corrupted. But, God, we know that you wash white as snow. 
Thank you, dear Lord, for forgiveness of our sins. Now, God, we pray, not only for Deacon Angela, but for Sister Cynthia's daughter, oh God. Let the power of God rest upon us that even when we have to go through, our minds are stayed on you. Even when we've got to go through, keep our minds stayed on you. Father, help us to be more obedient. Help us, O oh God, to study. Help us, O oh God, to stay in your word. Help us, O oh God, to be a witness that when somebody sees our life, as, as Overseer Warren said, the world is watching us. And when they see our lives, God, let us reflect the life of Christ in the name of Jesus. It's your will that we walk like Christ walked. So we pray right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, dear Lord, for what you've done on this call today. Thank you for what you're doing in the lives of the believers in, at, at Mount Enon and those that have friends and family members who have called in. Now, God, we pray, even that we might be rededicated to doing the things of God in our individual spots. If we can't get out, Father, help us to have power in our homes. Help us to have powerful prayer time. Help us to have powerful praise and worship. Help us to have powerful time of perusing through the word of God to sit quietly and read and to build ourselves up in the spirit, that when we come out of those times, that we come out with power, that we come out focused, that we come out encouraged, and we come out without joy intact. Thank you, dear Lord, for what you're doing. Thank you what you're doing. Thank you for what you're doing. And thank you for what you're going to do. Thank you for the word of God. Build up Reverend Warren, oh God. Build her up as she spent that time in prayer, spent that time in study, to spend that time, oh God, sharing the word. Build her up in the name of Jesus. And we thank you and we praise you. And we bless your name for being such an awesome God. Do what you do best. Thank you, Father. And that is to bless your people in Jesus' name. And now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that worketh in us unto him. Thank you, God. Be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, saints of God. Thank you. Thank you, saints of God. Unmute all. Unmute all. Amen. Amen. Get out that kitchen. Amen. Get out. Get out that uh, workbench. Somebody's uh, get off that couch. Turn that TV down. You are all unmuted. Thank you again for participating. Thank you for being so faithful. I'm going to be Amen. on the line for a couple of minutes. Uh, if you want to stay on the line, you can. If you got to go, you got to go. I see some folks dropping off already. Amen. You got to go. You got to go. But I just want to be an encouragement, and I want to be able to, again, if, if you're not rushing out, like sometimes we do at church, if you're not rushing out and, and you want to hang out on the line for a minute, amen. I'm going to be right here. Uh, Pastor. Yes, Pastor. ma'am. Uh, the uh, the one the name that uh, uh, Sister Angela Deacon Angela gave can we can I get that I'd like to 
the holy God she, uh, that she... Uh, Amen. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.